Hey, what's going on, everybody? Frank Berry here with Tithely, uh, coming to you live with another episode of Modern Church Leader. Uh, again, we do it every week. Usually it's on Tuesday morning and uh, get a chance to interview amazing pastors and church leaders from all over the world uh, to talk about all kinds of topics, usually in kind of the digital space, uh, church online, church tech, church social media, all the things like that. Um, but super excited about today's conversation. I am joined by Dr. Malachi. Let me bring him in. Uh, Malachi, how's it going? Hey, Frank, it's phenomenal to be finally to be with you here for the <laughs> Modern Church Leader conversation. So thank you. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of walled up in my house because it's like it's snowageddon here in Kansas City area. So here I am in the attic. <laughs> I mean, hey, you figured it out. That's the beauty of the, the iPhone or whatever. I assume you're on an iPhone because of our previous conversation. So... <laughs> <laughs> are there are there other devices in Apple iPhones? I I mean I wouldn't be aware of them, so I okay. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I've heard rumors. Uh, so yeah, so you're coming to us live from Kansas City and uh, in the attic. So is it snowing like right now? Like snowed in? We're snowed in. It's like super icy everywhere, and it's like minus thirty nine degrees outside. It feels like. And so um, it's not safe to travel. I, I was actually out this morning and I saw like wrecks and it was crazy. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere else. I'm coming home. We're going to just live from the attic. So we're going to stay <laughs> right. Hey, there we go. I mean, it's, it's like 60 degrees and a little cloudy in San Diego. So it's, I, I might have to stay inside today too. Yeah. I don't know how you, I don't know how you make it. I'll pray for you. <laughs> it's tough. Um, so Malachi, why don't I love to just give the guests an opportunity to uh, kind of share their story, help our audience kind of understand their background. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your journey to where you're at today. Sure. Well, um, in a galaxy far no, um, <laughs> honestly, here's my quick story. I've told it a lot. Um, I was, I was, I was, I didn't grow up in a Christian family at all. I was adopted when I was three years old. Um, my birth parents, um, where, you know, my mom, died, my birth mom died when I was 12. Um, I was raised by family in Kansas versus I was born in Denver. Um, I was reached for Christ through an old school method of evangelism that worked through the bus ministry. I don't know if there's any viewers that even know that term, but I was reached for Christ through the bus ministry of a Let's small go. Baptist church, middle of middle of nowhere, Kansas. Um, I was I went to church camp as a 13 year old and, and I, I felt a call to ministry as a 13 year old. And so my pastor took me under his wing and for about six months, I mean, he just discipled me on, on, you know, Hey, you know, how to preach and, you know, just different things. And, um, and then honestly, there was a girl going to that church who I liked and I married her. <laughs> so, uh, that was, I got married three weeks after high school. I don't recommend that. Um, I'm not writing a book on how to get that done. You know, uh, <laughs> three weeks after high school—that's crazy. <laughs> yes, um, was a youth pastor for a year before. I mean, 18 years old was a youth pastor for a year before my wife and I. At the time, we went to um, we went we went to Bible college seminary. But um, and then honestly, again, I'm just kind of fast forwarding the highlights and things. Um, the Lord, through a series of unique events, called my wife and I to serve a what I call, I call a forgotten church, but a hero church, a church out in the middle of nowhere, down a gravel road, kind of like that church people kind of faintly remember growing up in back in the day, you know, that old potluck church, you know? Yeah. Um, 
the Lord called us there and he's not called us from there. Um, but he's given, he's given me primarily, my main passion is prayer and spiritual awakening. Um, so I'm consumed with that. Um, and so I say I'm, I'm an intercessor first, a revivalist second, and a pastor third. And I have, a, obviously we have a, a pulpit, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, but we have a digital pulpit, which is um, obviously social media and how we yeah. can spread the gospel and encourage and I, several things we can do with social media. But I'm, I'm serving a, a forgotten church in the middle of nowhere, and I love it. I think it's awesome. I think small churches are sexy, and I think people are going to be flocking to serve these kind of churches. Main Street USA uh, needs to listen again with vibrant, healthy, small town churches on fire for Jesus. That's my, yeah. that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I love it. It's like, it's very easy um, for, for people in maybe our universe of like kind of working with churches. Like, you know, we serve churches with technology. You do a bunch of things um, as well as being, you know, a local church pastor. Um, but it's easy to kind of see the big churches and the mega churches and everything they've got going on. And yet that's, a, that's like 1% or, right. Or 2% of actual churches in the world. Most churches or a hundred members or less and, you know, serving their local community, just like the one you're serving at. So I love that and love that you're passionate about it. Well, again, I, and I honestly, some people feel like if they're in a small church, it's like it, they're ashamed about it. Like if I was, if God just loved me more, if I was just a little bit more successful, then I could move on. But there, there is no like ministry, not about a ladder. You're not climbing to the next position. It's about being faithful, not famous. It's about being, um, it's about being Christ-like rather than trying to be a celebrity. And I right. think, I think in the last three years, we've seen the downfall of celebrity Christianity, and we've just seen that. I, I think the hero churches, the hero pastors, it doesn't matter what size, but I think it'd be the guys that you never knew their name, you never knew the name of their church. They probably didn't write a book. Um, they probably didn't follow anybody on Twitter, um, mm. but they were, they, they were just because church is a family. And I, and I really think right. the Lord is changing the expression of Christianity in one generation to that as a family. And a part of my passion is that is revival and awakening. And so I really think, and we're seeing it right now, I can tell you stories right now that blow your mind of things God is doing across the nation with that. I mean, even the church I'm at now, um, if you want to try and tell you later, we had a one in a million miracle happen two years ago that just blew up the church, the city, the state. It was insane. So I love the small church. So if small church pastors don't leave. Hey, do it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so Malachi, you, I mean, you're obviously a, a pastor at your church and you've been there for 10 years, uh, serving for a, a long time. Um, but you've also done other, other things. So you were, uh, the second vice president of the Southern Baptist convention for a time. Uh, and you also do social media strategy and maybe kind of digital strategy for churches as well. Um, so you're kind of, you're all over the place, a man of many talents. I do. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, um, so I, I, I'm obsessed with um, how social media can help churches um, tell a better story, own their own narrative, and actually encourage people and reach people and make a massive difference. I mean, most pastors just feel like I have one shot. I got to teach this lesson or preach this sermon, and that's it for impact. I say, no, no. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the actual preaching moment is a very small percentage of what pastoring a church really is. I mean, I've right. said this to pastors before, if a church had to choose between a good preacher and a good pastor, they would be they would be better off serving a good choosing a good pastor over a great preacher. Now, mm -hmm. if they're fortunate, 
they get both. Now, in our church, since we are, you know, a smaller church, I'm in Lord, we've exper- experimented with a lot of things. We have a, we even for the size, we have a preaching team. So I'm only preaching about 50, 60% of the time. And we have two or three other individuals that they regularly um, take the pulpit and, yeah. and, and lead. And that's intentional because we're trying, we're just trying, we're trying new things out. And it, it's, it's crazy and it's fun. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, again, I could, I could share more tips and tricks and ideas, but um, I, and I, I guess I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I think most pastors have an entrepreneurial um, tendency. Um, now back in the like 60s, 70s, 80s, I ended up being like a radio ministry or writing books right. or starting, start, I mean, for some guys starting a college or a university, I think most pastors have an entrepreneurial bit. That's why they like numbers a lot. That's why they like doing different things. So I've just found for me, I, I do, I, I, I kind of say I moonlight as a pastor, um, my social media uh, business pays the bills, but I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, I, I'm not dependent on our church's salary. I appreciate it. But I'm not dependent on it. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, I mean, look, the, the topic today is social media for smaller churches. So I'd love to kind of just dig in on, you know, what you're seeing. Like, so, I mean, maybe just to start, like, why do you think social media is important for the, the smaller church or the kind of local, ch- local church in a smaller community? It gives them more avenues and pathways and tools and resources to do what God's called them to do. That mm-hmm. is, you know, obviously to glorify God and make disciples. And so if they would just, you know, take, you know, take two steps back and go, okay, what's our plan? What are we going to use? Can we use Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, you name it. It's not, it's not, can we, it's should we, and, and then what can we do? And so most, most small churches go, oh no, we're not. Elevation church. We're not like church. Well, don't worry right. about being that. Figure right. out who you are and, and 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 do a variety. Of, just try some new things out to reach people in your community. So I, I think there's I think there's a ton of things smaller churches could do, but they need to say we can do it. We don't have to be like anybody else. Mm-hmm. And we they have to get over, you know, the the whole like I wanna, you know, likes and share. There's a method to that, but I just think telling a story. Stories move people. It's the fame of revival that spreads the flame of revival. Stories stir people. And so and so even just getting people in church to share their testimony or just authentic moments of their life or the pastor just being a little bit more real about what life is really like. I mean, right. people love that. I mean, again, we have most, the average person spends a couple hours a day minimum on on their device. Um, my screen time last week was seven and a half hours. So there's an intervention coming. Um, yeah. <laughs> for, for, yeah. But, right. yeah. I'm going to check mine while, while you're sharing. I'm just going to go look. <laughs> I'll tell you mine. Let's see. Screen time. Can I even see it for last week? It's showing me my my daily. I mean, Mine's, you know, hour and a half plus a day. So awesome. if you add that up, <laughs> if you had that up, that's yes. a lot of time, seven days. That'd be that close to 10 hours. Mine is seven and a half hours a day. That's that's probably in need of like intervention. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But, you're you're but, on uh, Zoom all day long with all of all your congregation. Long. So, you know, totally. ministry. Totally. Now, yes. Yeah, now, if you could just like tell my family that it's it's ministry. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Love that. Well, how, so like, I don't know if this is the global consensus for small churches, but you know, based on my, you know, anecdotal, just chatting with church leaders and, and, you know, hearing different stories, like, I think it's hard for small churches, um, you know, churches with just, you know, hundred members, 50 members, 200 members, smaller staff. So the staff is focused more, uh, on, you know, the pastoral stuff and, and running the day-to-day kind of operations of a church. Like it's hard for them to figure out how to, like they know about Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and they kind of know they can put some stuff up, like they can put their sermons on YouTube and some of these basics, but like really like getting focused on leveraging social media day to day and, and making that like a vibrant, useful, valuable thing to their community. I think it's hard for senior pastors to figure that out at small churches. Like how do you help, Church, small churches get started? Like, how do you inspire them? How do you help them take the kind of initial steps towards a successful use of social media? Awesome question. So when, when, I, when I'm consulting with churches, I first start off and go, okay, to the senior pastor, I try to find, find out what their specific, like, what is his real deep burden? Like, what does success look like for him and mission, vision? And I try to get beyond the Oh, it's the Great Commission. Of course it is. Thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. then and then it's okay. Let's reverse engineer. Okay, you've told me this. Now, um, they feel overwhelmed, and so they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I say, what what can we do different this week we didn't do last week? And I, I try to convince pastors and churches to try new things. And never when's the first time they did something for the last time? You know, when the, when's the last time they tried something new? And so some of the tactics they like, I think just for one pastors of smaller churches have i told you how much i hate that term by the way um, anyone who's watching you know that it's a terrible i can't find another word for small church I know, though I don't, I, know. I don't know what else to replace it with i i'm gonna forever call them hero churches hero churches that's that's the term All right. the hero churches uh, yes uh, for one you can you can shepherd digitally what i mean by that is you know pastors used to write or if they didn't they should people that Okay, hear me this. What what hero churches, formerly known as small churches, can do to um, they can set themselves apart. They may not be the church across town or the church in the next town that's got every single program bell and whistle. Now, COVID's changed all that, by the way, but they can provide a personal touch mm-hmm. that really no one else can match because really people. They want to be seen and heard and valued. And so people visit a lot of churches and it's common. They go, I just want to know someone actually knows my name and cares about me. So for example, you know, um, let's say somebody visits your church and you're a pastor who's on Instagram. Well, um, on your guest card and you have a guest card or some way that people fill out information. That's like the gold mine of when new people come. You could send them the typical form letter, dear, put name here. Thank you for visiting our church, you know, blah, 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 you know, those form letters. Instead, what if you just sent them a short 20-second video shot on your on your Apple iPhone or your cheap Apple substitute, and you, you got their Instagram handle because yeah. they gave it to you on the guest card, and you actually just sent them a short video and said, hey, 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 Sally, you know, and family, thanks for coming to right. our church. And honestly, we just want your honest thoughts. Hope you'll come back. I mean, people honestly 
if they if someone cares about them, that means more to them than having the biggest building. Or I mean, people pastors the only one are the only people that are uber consumed consumed about numbers. Guests don't walk in going, "How many people are here today?" Only pastors do that. The right. average person is coming in burdened and struggling or just wanting to know is God real. And so those are the number one reasons why people come to church. Let's tap into that and let's say, hey, we care. Or even just that simple, hey, thanks for visiting. Hey, listen, I usually pray for our people on this day. Is there one thing I could pray for you about? And if pastors would be intentional about relationships and adding mm-hmm. value to people, it would grow their church. And yeah. so we can we, we can set ourselves apart just by that little, that little extra touch. And that's what great churches do. They just do small things better than most other churches and people actually want to know their pastor they don't want to feel like their pastors are touchable they can never get a hold of them they can never right. email them that's what that's what most people want and i honestly think people long for family that's what people long for in this in this in this day and age i really think people want that and we smaller church hero churches can do that for for people yeah yeah i mean i i think you're totally right like leveraging social media with that personal touch like how do you do that right like what does that look mm-hmm. like but that's that's something that the smaller churches actually can do the pastors in those churches they can know the hundred people like right you can actually know all the all of those names or all of those families uh and big churches don't have that benefit so how do you weave in social media into that really kind of you know family oriented style church where that connection is is a big deal right it's a big part of the fabric of that church whereas at the big church that's harder to get because it's a bit more of a show um and you got to do some things differently in that size of a church to still keep that family right that's why small groups are such a big deal because like you can't get that family feeling at the big church um and so it's even in the small in the smaller churches it's getting your volunteers your uh, hero churches formerly known as small churches uh, because of what we decided on, on the uh, modern church leader discussion. Um, the, the, the pastors need to train their volunteer staff to be relational and have, and learn to have empathy and enough emotional intelligence to know when's the right time to reach out to people. When, when, you know, just, again, it's a small touch, but train your leaders to do that too, not just the, the lead pastor. And if the lead pastor is just not going to do social media, then by all means, create a social media team of volunteers and give them each platform so that they can own and go after it. Um, and then they're just crazy. There's a, there's a million things they could do and they yeah. get overwhelmed so they don't do anything. So just start somewhere, just even by simply sending an, a word of encouragement to your, your volunteers and kids ministry, nursery ministry, greetings, just saying, hey, Thank you so much. I mean, people are dying for encouragement. No one, no one's walking around going, listen, I am so, I am over encouraged. Like, man, every, I'm getting thanked way too much. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's totally. those things, it's those things set apart. And how do you get, so I guess practically let's choose the, the, you know, the, the senior pastor or the lead pastor kind of position in the hero church. Like, you know, once you've had some discovery time with them and you've kind of helped get to the the root of like what they're all about, um, how do you help them have a, a weekly kind of plan? Like what what could that look like? Give me some examples of the type of things they could be doing on social media with with like a regular cadence. Okay, so I so I definitely believe 
every pastor should be speaking to their people and other church leaders can share the digital uh, platform as well. So, mm. and COVID's actually created some unique opportunities that we may not have time to touch in today. So I would love to come back and talk about that. Um, yeah. But they need to write down, they need to put a plan on paper or on a screen. They need to, what if it's not written down or typed out, it just won't happen. So they need to and say, okay, on Monday, and I know it's so it's so overused, but what are you doing on Monday, Tuesday, and have some a target for each day and shoot at right. that target. So it literally could be, um, hey, on Monday, um, the pastor could do a simple post. Hey, yesterday I preached on tithing. Right. And and so what questions do you guys have from that? I mean, they could they could ask honestly ask questions to get mm. people's feedback. I mean questions uh not periods work better on social media because it gets feedback it keeps people uh conversing so at at monday it's the question of the week tuesday it's the volunteer of the week wednesday it's the a different staff member who's or volunteer is going to be just sharing you know something they love about the church thursday be somebody their their testimony of faith friday it could be hey what are you excited about this upcoming weekend saturday is just I use every single Saturday to message about everybody I can think of and their brother. Hey, church tomorrow, just in case you forgot. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just in case it's Sunday. Hope to see you Sunday. And then I, I usually take Sunday afternoon to kind of just put something about what did God do on Sunday. And and sometimes we need to be more authentic than just hype. Sometimes we, we want to hype it up and go, hey, tom- Sunday's gonna be the best service ever in the world. Well, sometimes yeah. I'm not. So like I, I think I, I've seen pastors actually take pictures of empty auditoriums and post, right. hey, it's not always full. I actually think that blesses people more than people realize, you know, or the you know, take the picture of the person who's not raising their hands in worship and mm-hmm. go, Hey, not everybody raises their hands here. It's okay. It's all good. Right. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hey, I, guys, I don't blame you. Today's sermon was terrible. I'll be better next time. <laughs> you know, just you know, have I mean but putting something down for each day and having a target and then like inviting some other people in that conversation. I guarantee every church should have a social media team, create a closed Facebook group. You can do that in five minutes, invite somebody from every demographic to be a part of that group and ask questions. And from that create a team, that's going to come up with new ideas and new strategies and new things you can do. For example, again, another thing churches could do, you, they think we got to have polished content. No, you just got to have authentic content. So, hey, pastor, take out your phone and just say, and, and do a one minute video on um, what what do you say to the person suffering with depression? Shoot that video, upload it to YouTube. What do you say about the person going through divorce? Shoot that video, upload it to YouTube. What do you say about that person who, um, you know, is struggling about assurance of salvation? Shoot that video, upload to YouTube and tell people, hey, we have, we have got, answers to the most requested questions on our youtube channel go check it out right. comment and share it, it re- rather than just using youtube as a as a sermon vault right very few people watch a full-length sermon on youtube i'm just being real yeah yeah i mean they might watch if you did if you did the 15 minute uh ted talk style sermons they you might get the whole <laughs> you might get them to watch the whole thing <laughs> totally um, yeah, no, I, I dig that. And having the team is important. I, I love the idea of just have your daily content 
like calendar, if you will, or your just your daily content plan. And like that, just framing for the pastor or the, the leadership team or, or whoever's going to participate, like, hey, we're going to put this out. We're going to do it daily and we're going to see what sticks, you know, you know, see what works. I would also add this, Frank, two things. One, um, I would add every every pastor needs to emphasize and double emphasize and triple emphasize prayer in their church. And so they're like, no one comes to prayer meeting. There's many reasons for that. Um I could get into those, but really do a, a once a week or once a month online time of prayer. And mm-hmm. you're just, you're just inviting other people in to pray, or you're just praying over requests, but it, churches got to take seriously the call to the house of prayer, regardless of their size. Cause if they're not doing that, that there's a, there's epic failure right there in the sense of what God's called churches to do. Um, mm-hmm. And then people want to hear what God's doing. So tell stories of revival and awakening because we're in a moment that we've never needed a movement of God like we need it now. And and there, there, God is moving. I mean, I tell you stories after stories of right now, things that God is doing. Um, and then if people could find some sort of generosity platform that has free graphics and um, I don't know if you know of one, um, you know, free resources well, for churches. Yeah. They're hard to come by, but I'll keep yeah. my eyes sealed. Okay. <laughs> um, so another thing you mentioned prior to chatting, and re- I think this is related to the type of content and even your daily content plan for the social media team, or if it's just the pastor doing it, but you talked about like engaging with the community. And actually last week's show, we talked a lot about like your church's brand and you're, like what your church is known for in the community. Um, but I loved your just your thought around like, be a part of your community and part of your social media plan should not be all about the church, but it should be bringing in the community. So g- give us some thoughts on that topic and, and ideas around what churches can do. Well, I wanted this episode to be more popular than Mark's, so I'm going to work to that end. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, you're going to have to promote it on all your things. Yes. Like, if you're on Clubhouse, mention the link to the YouTube channel. Uh, you if you're on TikTok, I don't know where you're at, but you're going to have to you're going to have to do some work on that one. I'm, I'm everywhere you want to be. I promise you that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I would say churches don't. And again, this goes back to kind of the story brand stuff that I've done. Hero churches are not the hero. The people they're trying to reach and the people in their church are the hero. Pastors um, are more like, they're not quarterback. They're more like the assistant coaches with Jesus being the head coach. Mm -hmm. And I would say if a pastor would just drive like, okay, if they would just drive to to the school and just get out of their car and just do a, a Facebook Live and go, hey guys, it's Pastor Joe here. I'm outside of Rockbridge Elementary. Hey, we need to be praying for the next generation. They're the future of the church. We love it. And guess what? We've got three teachers in our in our church right now that teach here. We need to be praying for them. So yeah. we just, I just want to give a shout out to so and so, so and so, and so and so. We got your back. Or love they that. go to the chamber, the chamber of commerce, and go, "Hey, small business leaders are awesome, and we are for entrepreneurs in our church." And you didn't know this, but we've got you know two business leaders in our church right now. And so I just want to give a shout out to them. And so they need to make their cities the hero. And honestly, if you're in small towns, people love nostalgia. So yeah. go find a photo from the seventies or sixties um, or eighties and, and pull some nostalgia back. You know, people live for that. I mean, massively live for that yeah. and tell this, t- be the 
tell the story of your city like no one else does, you know, and and, and be the expert of that. Like I, I love how one person, but be the mayor of your town online. Yeah. And so go, go into the local restaurant and go, you know, to the manager, hey, can I just real quick, 30 seconds, why should people eat here, you know? And uh, hey guys, Pastor So and So, my my new friend here, say why you should you should eat at this restaurant. Yeah, you know, and people just I mean people it just it shows that you care more about them than you do about yourself, and it, it will reciprocate. But and especially time, with like local like local uh, restaurants and local small businesses, not not like like uh, of course the chains are awesome too, but I think there's something about like hey, there's one of these and it's in our town and like. You know, I'm gonna go hang with the owner of this place because she's amazing, and you know, encourage people to come here. I mean, and honestly, if they were going meta even a little bit more, they could. Most churches could start an easy podcast, or just honestly, a Facebook Live with leaders in their community. Right. I mean, we've we've done some things. We've done a small business Sunday at our church where we had small. We just invited all the small business leaders we could set up a table anywhere you want. And uh, I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll preach a very sh a shorter message, um, about three yeah. hours or so, and yeah. um, <laughs> and, and I'll I'll let the, the small business leaders get up and, and let them hey, here's your chance tell us about it. Right. Um, so I mean, we, we, churches got to think how can we add value, and it's it can't just be we're awesome we're awesome we're awesome because we're awesome come be a part of our awesomeness. It's not like mm -hmm. hey. You're awesome. And whether you ever come here or not, we just want you to know we see you and we care because there will come a moment that will come back full circle. Right. I mean, I think there's such an opportunity there and it's, you know, social media can be a part of that plan, but there's such an opportunity for churches to connect with the local, you know, small businesses and the local uh, like sports clubs, the local schools in their area, like all these different kind of pieces that make up the fabric of their community. And in a lot of ways, kind of like what the community is all about, you know, like, like where I live, you know, it's, it's definitely like people move here specifically to get their kids into this school district and part of the, the, the sporting scene in this area. So young families, schools and sports, it's a big deal, you know, so churches, tapping into that and being a part of all of that in some way and kind of serving, giving, being around all that. And then, yeah, highlight, like doing it on social media, doing it for everyone to see uh, yeah. is powerful. You know, we had, and now she graduates in college, but we had a young lady in our church uh, two years ago. She was kind of, I mean, honestly, TikTok famous, a um, couple million followers on TikTok and uh, was a pretty uh, phenomenal athlete. And so it's like, hey, I got an idea. We're going to, we're going to do a TikTok together right. <laughs> at church. You know, why not? You know, there, I guarantee you there are young people in the church. So they're actually really good at some of these platforms. And so you right. got, you really do have influencers in your church that you could use strategically um, on social media. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had a situation two years ago, we had a kid that um, a one in a million miracle story happened in a church where a kid fell out of a treehouse, a metal meat skewer went through his skull, severed his jugular vein, one millimeter from his carotid artery, and four days later, he walks out of the hospital completely healed. Wow. That, then the mayor of our town declared like one month later, this kid's name, like Miracle Saturday, in, in honor of this kid. We wow. had like, like uh, we had Inside Edition showed up and did a video on him. 
different news stations came by. Um, so you just never know the power of story, the power of making much of other people using influencers is so crucial. Um, yeah. And again, and you got to get people excited about people. Not our church cannot be the hero. Um, our people need to be the hero. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, well, Malachi, we could keep chatting for ages uh, on all of this stuff, and I will take you up on that generous offer to come back on the show another time, and and we'll get into it more. Um, but before we wrap up, like, where can people go to find you? Which social media platform do you want to send them to? And uh, and do you have any like since you do social media consulting, do you have any like do you have a website or any resources that we can point people to to check it out? I I have people reach out to me personally. Um, I'm rebuilding everything. So rename the company from my name to the neon clear company, uh, just kind of standing out amongst the crowd. Um, so my, my, again, so my favorite platform still is Twitter. I know that's not a lot of people, but I still love Twitter and I'm because I'm Malachi. Um, there's not a lot of Malachi's out there now. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun fact. Malachi was the name of a cult leader in an eighties horror flick. I do know that. Um, but I'm at random. Malachi, yeah, just random fact at Malachi O'Brien on about every platform I'm on Twitter, um, TikTok, Facebook, um, YouTube, um, trying to actually, re I'm really honing this year. I'm building out my YouTube channel and then I am on Gab and, and I, I try a lot of new platforms out, but Twitter is where I, is where I really love to converse. Still, I believe still one of the greatest platforms that to really reach out and have conversations with leaders, but yeah. if they will message me. Like right now, here's what I'm, here's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna say here, here's my cell phone number, and if you will text me, I'll text you back. Um, it's I mean 501-538-8886. If you will text me, I will text you back 501-538-8886. And if I can be a help or a service to anybody that's watching this, I want to. So please text me. I'm serious. I will text back. So and and Frank, thanks for letting me be on the show. It's an yeah. honor. I love your team. I, I love what Kylie's doing. Question. I have one last question. Are you on Clubhouse yet? Not yet. Gary V is. I need I need to join. So send me the link from you. It, I'll join it, you it's, invite, it's invite only. It's invite only. You gotta I, I, I don't even know if I have I don't know how they do their invite thing, but if I have one, I will oh, I have one. All right, I'm sending it to you right after this. I will ask Clubhouse into my heart in my life today, if you'll send it to me. <laughs> uh, awesome stuff. Malachi, thanks for joining. Um, everybody that was watching live, thanks guys. Really appreciate you. Appreciate uh, you supporting the show. And I know there's always uh, tons of people that will watch the recording later on on YouTube or Facebook. So love you guys. Uh, thanks for supporting Modern Church Leader, for, for supporting guys like Malachi and just church leaders that are doing the work in these local communities, serving at Hero Churches. Uh, and making a big difference. So uh, love it. Love talking about social media for small churches and uh, check out Malachi on Twitter. Uh, Malachi O'Brien at Malachi O'Brien. You got it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I was going to do right. it at, at Dwayne Johnson, but that one was taken. So yeah, <laughs> understood. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks, Malachi. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Thanks.